Hello, hello. Happy Sunday. I hope you guys are doing well, staying safe, staying healthy, trying to, you know, take care of yourselves and make sure that you guys are not going crazy in this whole self-quarantining, social distancing crazy period we're going through right now. I hope you guys are trying to stay busy and keep yourselves mentally, physically occupied while still, you know, keeping yourselves home. I have been trying to keep myself busy with a lot of schoolwork. Um, I've had a couple essays due within the last week. I have two exams coming up and they'll be my first online at home exams that I've had to do since starting this whole quarantine remote learning process. Um, So we'll see how it goes. They're supposed to be open book, but I definitely worry that with professors knowing that we're going to have access to our notes and our books, that they're just going to make these exams a lot harder, but we'll see. Um, I'm not too worried about it. Luckily, UMass Amherst has decided to give us the option to make all our classes pass-fail, which is honestly really generous of them. They are also suspending the restrictions. So basically, normally, if you make a class pass-fail, um, it, it doesn't count towards your graduation credits or, you know, your major requirements. But because of the situation at hand with the coronavirus and you know, some people don't have easy access to technology, Wi-Fi, that type of thing. So to kind of create a more fair level playing ground for the rest of the semester, they're waiving that restriction and basically allowing us to make all our classes pass fail if we need to. And they'll still count towards our major requirements, our graduation credit requirements, all that fun stuff. So I am definitely appreciative of that. Takes a little bit of a stressor off of my shoulders, and I'm sure a lot of other students' shoulders too. But beyond schoolwork, I have basically just been trying to keep myself busy by binge watching, binge watching movies, binge watching TV shows, binge watching YouTube videos, all that fun stuff. And I figured I'd hop on here and basically just share. What I've been watching and, you know, bounce some ideas off of you guys because we're all bored. I get it. We're all bored. We're all stuck in our houses and I'm always open to trying new shows and I figured I'd share what I've encountered with you guys. The first show that I started watching was a result of me finishing the CW show One Tree Hill for the second time now. It's nine seasons long. It's over 200 episodes, and I will never be bored of it. It is one of my favorite shows. It's also one of my aunt's favorite shows, so much so that uh, when she had her son, she named her son Nathan after the main character, or one of the main characters on the show, Nathan Scott. Um, I actually didn't know that until fairly recently, and I I had no idea the connection. I thought it was so funny. She didn't even know that I liked One Tree Hill, too. But 
I'm the type of person where I could, you know, rewatch movies and shows over and over and over again and still be entertained. But I figured I should try something new, try a new show, see if there's anything out there that I would enjoy just as much, if not more. So I was in the search for something relatively similar, and I came across the show Friday Night Lights. They have the entire series on Hulu, and it's basically a show from, uh, I believe, NBC. started in 2006. I think it had five seasons, and it is centered around a Texas high school football team, their coach, their players, the players' families, and it's essentially a like a teen soap opera drama type of show with just a little bit of sports thrown in there, and honestly, it's pretty, pretty good. Um, it, in the first episode, there's fights and arguments and romance and teen drama, and it definitely grabbed my attention for sure. So I'm about halfway through season one, and so far, it still has my attention. I will for sure be continuing watching it, and I'll let you guys know what I think as I go through. There are some characters that I like, some that I find annoying, but as I'm sure you guys all know, a lot of shows like to make you switch your opinions on different characters as the shows develop. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, if I like it, I'll probably keep watching it. I definitely want to finish it. Another show I actually just finished this morning. I started it last night, finished it this morning, is The Stranger. It's a show on Netflix. Uh, came out, I believe, January of this year. Only has eight episodes in the first season. And it's basically a mystery. This stranger appro- approaches a man named Adam and basically divulges all this information about his wife and his family that he has no clue about. He's never met this woman. He has no idea who she is. And she knows all this personal information that may or may not be true. So basically he investigates and tries to figure out if what she said is really true. And I don't want to spoil anything for you guys because it's a very popular show. I feel like a lot of people are watching it right now. And if you guys want to watch it, I don't want to ruin it for you. But it's very twisty. Um, has a lot of turns that you don't necessarily expect. It's a big mystery-esque plot. You have no clue what's going to happen next. Um, I will say it's a lot of build-up, a lot of build-up, and I was very excited to see how everything would play out as different subplots somehow overlap one another and characters that don't even know each other, you you kind of get a sense that there's cross-connection between their storylines. So there was a lot of build-up, and I was very excited, a lot of anticipation. And once the show reached its little, its peak or its climax, I'll be honest, I was a little disappointed. Um, 
I guess I was just expecting a little more drama than what was really happening. Um, I guess I was expecting a, something a bit more outlandish. Um, but, you know, I definitely would consider watching season two. Uh, it's based on a book. So apparently season one covers the entire book. So if Netflix does decide to renew the show for a second season, basically they'll have to grab their writers and be creative and create the storyline on their own, which Netflix has done before and I think they do a pretty good job with. Um, They've done it with the show 13 Reasons Why, which I've only seen the first two seasons of because It was a little much for my stomach to handle, and I actually didn't watch the other seasons, but they kind of did that, and I thought they did a good job with being creative and developing their own plots beyond what was given to them via the book. Um, The other Netflix show that kind of has done that is the show You. You is based off of a book series as well, and they um, had to get creative, which so far so good. I love the show you. If you guys haven't seen that, watch that, but I don't want to go too deep into that show just because it's been a while (laughs) since I've seen it. But The Stranger, I, although I was a tad disappointed with the ending and the the dramatics of the, the ending, I definitely would still recommend it just because it was entertaining throughout and it did leave you guessing throughout. Um, so definitely check it out if you have nothing better to do, which I don't think many of us do. (laughs) Also, this week we were given the news for those of you who are Grey's Anatomy fans that season 16, which is the season we're on now, will be cut short. So in two weeks, instead of us being given a mid-season finale will be given just the season finale as they've stopped production as a result of the pandemic of, you know, corona, the coronavirus. So for anybody that watched this week's episode, um, if you haven't, probably skip the next 30 seconds of this podcast just because I do want to talk about it a little bit. Um, so go ahead, fast forward just a little bit. Um, If you've already seen it, just keep listening, I guess. Um, Basically, this week we were given a tell as to our one of our OG characters, Richard Weber. He basically was there giving a a speech to show his new invention um, in the medical community at a convention, and he basically showed signs of having. I don't know if it's a stroke or dementia or something. Something's not right with him, and he was carried off on a stretcher at the end of the episode. Um, he hallucinated his wife and just started talking nonsense and rambling about stuff that made no sense, and it really concerned people on the show. So let's be honest here. My opinion, I really don't think I can handle losing another OG season one character. We literally just lost Alex Karev. We just 
lost him, just figured out what happened with him. He freaking left Joe to go be with Izzy, who left him like freaking nine years ago. And, oh, he has her babies, too. That was too much for my heart to handle. They developed his character so well. He was such a jerk in season one. And he and by season 16, he was my favorite male character. And they just completely demolished and ruined his character arc with that. And if they also make us lose Richard Weber, I mean, I'd like to say I'd be done with the show. I really would. But I'm so committed to this show now. It's been 16 seasons that I have to see it out. I have to see how this ends. And I'll be honest, the show does need to end. Hopefully in the next season or two. But I just really hope Shonda Rhimes doesn't write him off for us. That would just be so devastating. We're all, all the Grey's Anatomy fans, we're still grieving the loss of Alex Karev. We can't handle another another loss. That would mean the only characters left from season one left would be Meredith Grey and Miranda Bailey. And I'm sorry, you, you can't get rid of Richard Weber at all. He, he compliments the two of them and creates such a, an amazing dynamic. But I digress. I guess we'll see what happens to him in the next week or two. And hopefully we'll get a season 17 just to wrap everything up at least. Um, But we'll see what happens. And for those of you who fast forwarded, welcome back. (laughs) I'm done with my Grey's Anatomy rant for the week. I'll come back next week and talk about next week's episode when it happens. Um, I mean... Another show that premiered this week was season 18 of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. It really is. Um, I'm fully understanding of the fact that it is garbage television. It's all manufactured drama. But it's entertaining. And season 18 showed like a trailer showing some of the drama that's going to happen. And after watching the first episode, I just, I really, (laughs) basically my, my takeaway from the episode is that no matter how much money anybody has, people can still be trashy. (laughs) Money does not make class, honestly, or, you know, what's, uh, What's that song from Real Housewives of New York? Luann, Countess Luann, money can't buy you class. And this episode really showed that the physical and verbal abuse between the two sisters, um, Kim and Courtney, honestly is just appalling. I couldn't even imagine laying a hand on my sister the way that they do and the way that they talk to each other. It, it's disgusting. I couldn't even imagine talking to anybody that I supposedly love. I couldn't imagine talking to them in that way. But again, I do have to keep in mind that it is very probable that the drama and the physical 
altercation was producer manufactured to get views, but I'll never actually know the truth. But I really, I mean, for their sake, I do hope it is manufactured drama because if they actually do treat each other that way, that is just horrendous. I, oh my goodness gracious, they're supposed to be 40-year-old women. It's ridiculous. But I digress with that as well. <laughs> I'll continue watching because it's entertaining. Although I will say, supposedly Kourtney Kardashian quit the show after, I don't know if it's after this episode or after the next episode, but I wonder how the show will fare missing a whole Kardashian. I mean, the show is supposed to be centered around all of them. Um, and really, for the most part, we only see Chloe and Kim to begin with. We don't get a lot of Kylie. She pops in here and there. Kendall, she's even rarer to appear in the episodes. And Courtney just doesn't, she doesn't open her life up to the cameras, which I totally get. But for the sake of the show, I really wonder how that'll work. Because even Kris Jenner, she's not on the show very much either. So we'll see. I wonder if keeping up with the Kardashians is sort of coming to an end, maybe in the near future. I mean, 18 seasons is a long time. That's, I don't even know how many years they've been doing this for. I couldn't imagine having cameras follow my life for that long. Although, it is a dream of mine to be on reality TV. I, I just don't, in my eyes, it would be going on Big Brother, going on The Circle, going on Survivor, something to that extent where it's, you're on for a certain number of episodes, you're done, that's it. These women literally are followed by cameras everywhere, every day, for so long, many, many years, beyond a decade, honestly, which is crazy to me. But that's the life they signed up for, and I'm sure they're pretty happy with all the money they make doing it, so they can't really complain too much about it. I wonder if there will ever be a family similar to the Kardashians. You know? I really do, because their climb to fame was so unique. I mean, they were a, a name in many people's households before they themselves were famous because of their father. Their father was part of the dream team who helped defend O.J. Simpson in the 90s. So I just wonder if anybody could ever come in and climb the ranks the way they did. I also don't think, even if the show ends, that we'll be seeing the end of the Kardashians anytime soon. I think their fame has a longevity to it. Uh, especially with their business endeavors beyond the show. You have Kylie Cosmetics. You have KKW Beauty. You have Kim Kardashian going to law school and becoming a lawyer and making speeches in front of the president at the White House. So I don't think the Kardashian name will be 
disappearing anytime soon, but I do wonder if they'll have a dip in their fame and fortune after the show ends. Or maybe, you know, maybe we'll get a reboot once once all these children, Kardashian, Jenner children are grown up themselves. They all had babies around the same time. So they're all going to grow up together and who knows, maybe when they're teenagers and young adults, they'll develop a new show and we'll see the new dynamic and the new generation of the Kardashians. It'll be very intriguing to see. That would be a for sure moneymaker. <laughs> On another note, I would like to point out that I have influenced not one, not two, but three people close to me to download TikTok. Y'all kept making fun of me, saying I was obsessed, yada, yada, yada. TikTok is trash. Get off the app. It's stupid. And now you guys are obsessed too. So you guys can take my influence and run with it. And beyond that, I think I'm done here for now. I am actually about to help cook some lunch and watch a movie that is long overdue me watching. Um, it's also based on a book. A lot of people have recommended to, recommended it to me, seeing as I like this whole mystery aspect, kind of like on The Stranger. Uh, the Girl on the Train came out a couple years ago based on a book. I believe the movie stars Emily Blunt. But I've, I've yet to see it. I haven't gotten around to it yet, so that's probably what I'll do. Eat some lunch, watch that movie, and try to keep myself busy. And I hope you guys do the same, and I hope you guys stay safe and sane and, you know, staying positive with all this crazy craziness going on. Anyways, I will talk to you guys next week. This is Stephanie and these were my salty opinions.